Hello, welcome to the Psychic Shack Podcast. I am your host, Michelle. Thank you for joining me here at the Psychic Shack Podcast. You know, the last episode, and, um, I gave you guys the wrong web address. I gave you the wrong address. The proper one is www.psychicshack.com. Psychic is P-S-Y-C-H-I-C, shack, one word, all lowercase, dot com. So that's www.psychicshack.com. And if you go there, you can support the podcast by making a purchase in our store, tarot cards, some candles, dowels and rods, pendulums. There's a whole array of things. Or you can also go to the Patreon account and become a Patreon. Any Anything... Uh, works whether it's a dollar or three dollars or whatever all that works and it helps keep us afloat here at the psychic shack and i really appreciate those of you who've already been contributors and supporters i really appreciate that with the patreon we're looking at things like a one-on-one with me whether it's a read or you just want to have a conversation or like a get to know type of deal going on there's a lot of combinations we can work but um, I apologize for giving you guys the wrong web address. I was under a lot of pressure. Had a lot of things going on, man. Couldn't think straight. So that address again is www.psychicshack.com. Psychic is P-S-Y-C-H-I-C, all lowercase, one word. There's aspects of the site that it's still under construction. Those of you that have supported, I want to give just a special shout out just across the board. And I just tremendously appreciate your support. And it's been a huge encouragement for me. So again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so very much. This episode, I'm going to be talking about the difference between intuition and being an empath. And my rationale with this is that these two things, as you'll hear in the recording, are these are really like foundational things to help you become a, more rounded in your psychism. These two ideas really help your development. I made mention of something already. It's not like I've already got pushback, but some of the episodes I sent early to some people, and that's a part of being with exclusive content. I had made mention that, and, and I don't, this is just my truth, I don't believe everyone is psychic. I, I just don't. But I do believe everyone has a level of intuition and everyone definitely is or connected somewhat to empathy or being an empath and i think that's important here's some rationale the word psychic has it's been so bastardized and some people even within their ego they want to be known as you know this I don't know, it feels like psychics today are like like these all-seeing and all-knowing people. And that's not necessarily true. Um, you have a, you have, you know, you do possess, a, some people do possess a gift. And to whatever extent it's honed, you know, that that's fine as well. But I'm not contrasting psychism and intuition as if one is better than the other nor am I saying that one is above the other. I am not saying that. I just recently spoke with a healer who is a powerful intuit, and they do Reiki. As her and I were talking, she had said, you know, 
when I start to engage in Breakgate, my hands, they take, it's like a mind of their own. And I said, yes, that's principle in reference to what I speak about as far as intuition is concerned. It gives us a gut feeling. It gives us this direction, but it doesn't explain. She's like, exactly. I'm just doing my thing. And then I get this end result. I can't explain it because I said, well, you should come on the show. Let me interview you and we could talk about this. She said, I can't explain it. I mean, if, if you want that in the interview, that's fine. But I, I can't dialogue it out like what you do, like the mechanics of things. I just can't explain it. I trust what I get because I've been doing it long enough. I see the end result and that's all I'm concerned about. So I want you guys to be comfortable in reference to, you know, because coming into any modality, that within itself is a task, right? This is not like, you know, going to college and being studied of something, something, and then leaving college and then you go out and perform it. A lot of us are learning as we're going. And then once we feel as if we have somewhat of a grip, it's like then the pace changes and something else is incorporated. So my point with uh, this particular episode especially, because it seems as if this has become a mini psychic development series, so to speak. And I just want you guys to be comfortable in reference to where you're at and what you have and look at the possibility of the next phase and growth. All of it is effective across the board. So let me do this in closing before I start the show. We who render this type of service in the metaphysical, we're all working from the collective. Everyone cannot be one thing. We, we are a multifacet of things. And as a multifacet of things, if we're not an ego, then whatever work that I'm doing, it's going to resonate or coincide with the work that you're doing, right, as a collective. So not one person is necessarily all things, but we're all things because we're connected as one person. And that's important to keep in mind. So this following or this involvement and, you know, it isn't necessarily about what I can do and how I perceive, because I, I only know what I know. I don't know what you know. Yes, I have a lot of experience, but it doesn't mean that I have all the answers. So I have to talk to intuitives. So an intuitive is not less than a psychic. A psychic is not less than a medium. But if you have three of these uh people together who were proficient at what they do. Can you imagine the healing they could provide for one person? And that was the point. I hope you guys enjoy the show. Again, my name is Michelle. This is the Psychic Shack Podcast. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Welcome to the Psychic Shack Podcast. I'm your host, Mashad. Thank you for joining me here at the Psychic Shack Podcast. I publish every first and third Monday, every first and third Monday, new episodes of the Psychic Shack Podcast. 
this has become somewhat of a psychic development mini series. Um, if you guys are new to the Psychic Shack podcast, welcome and thank you for joining me. Um, it would probably help you out because this, again, it started out as one idea and then it came into another. And, and these last couple of episodes are really good foundational psychism episodes to get you a little more familiar with your own ability. It'll help you enhance what you're already doing. Those of you that are curious, it's an explanation of what some of this stuff is about, how to distinguish between mediumship and psychism, channeling and mediumship. I think these things are important. And this episode, I'm going to cover the differences between intuition being an empath. Intuition and empath, though there are distinct differences, they both help you become more rounded as a psychic. I was to, or I had said a while back that when we look at our development and psychism, I said it'll start, it's like a ladder, like each, there's tears, it tears up, and not tears up like cry, but tears, levels. <laughs> One level is not better than the other, but I explain it in levels so that we can understand how normally the development happens. And if we understand what phase of development we're in, it will expedite the process and it'll give you an understanding. And those two things combined will give you functional uh, psychism. And these, these things are important to be rounded as a psychic. What I hear often is that when some people speak, they speak as if an event happens to them, a psychic event happens to them. They'll come like in a shop or something and they'll be standing there and they'll say, I, I knew my son shouldn't have went wherever and then he got in trouble or I knew. And, and that type of language, that means that something is, they're speaking from the viewpoint of an event happening to them, a psychic event. As I first was getting started and really made a conscientious decision to hone this skill set, make a career out of it, I had to, I almost had to be psychic on demand, so to speak. And I know that goes against a lot of people's principles and I, I understand uh, that rationale. But if you're working in the field, um, you know, you can't tell a client, well, you know, come back tomorrow, wait 10 minutes or whatever. So I had to develop some form of trigger that could get me into that space and that would allow me to read. That only makes sense. But I felt as if I've never been a good meditator. I, I just haven't. I mean, I, I have my personal way of going about it. Those of you that are able to do it, definitely engage in that practice. That is a very important practice. I was looking at how am I going to develop some form of trigger, some form of space to get into that place, especially if I don't have a tool in front of me. And keep in mind, I didn't start with uh, tarot cards. I just was across the table reading. And what I came to understand, intuition and, and being an empath are like foundational gifts or foundational stones, basically, that you build your psychism upon. Uh, most of us do go in and we go back and forth, um, especially at that level. At that level, also, the problem is that's where most of the turbulence is at because we're trying to figure out what is this experience that we're having and it's sporadic at best and we're trying to get a grip on it. And so for, for those who may not understand the difference between intuition and being an empath, intuition gives you a gut feeling, simplifying this, <laughs> it gives you a gut feeling, but it doesn't explain and it doesn't 
per average, it doesn't come with an emotion. It's without emotion. An example would be, if I was driving to work and my intuition said, make a left turn instead of a right turn. I don't become happy about that. I don't become angry or joyful. I just make the turn if I follow my intuition. I've always said, intuition is easy to go against simply because it does not explain. So there, there really isn't any emotion in it. It's kind of like this knowing, but you don't know why you know, and you don't know what you know. They say theoretically, intuition was developed within our primal state simply because your subconscious, your brain is take, has taken in all of this prior information. And what intuition is, the reason it doesn't explain is because it doesn't have time to sit down and explain, you know, like we're we like, run! And they're like, why? What are we running from? What's behind us? Or is it in front of us? And I'm long gone, right? <laughs> Just run. <laughs> I'll explain the rest later. And that's kind of where, what the, the intuitive thing um, is about. And so it, it doesn't explain, it gives you, it doesn't give you an emotion because there's a likelihood you'd sit there and contemplate the emotion. You know, why do I feel this way? Why do I feel as if I need to make a laugh? It just doesn't feel right. So, okay. On the empath side, empath, it seems like it's nothing but emotion. There's a lot of emotion with empath. The reason that on the empath side, there's emotion because it's used a little differently empath and a lot of that energy actually starts to unfold like a lot of people that start out as empaths a lot of those guys are healers another an example would be this if you come into a room or if you go to a social event and you enter the room and you all of a sudden you you got all dressed up you're going to have a great time you're with good friends it's just wonderful company and you enter the room and you're like oh crap i got a headache i can't believe this and so the event goes on, the evening goes on well, and this headache is this ebb and flow. And so the next day at work or whomever you hang out with, and you, and you say, how did you like the event last night or whatever? You said it, it was fine, but I had somewhat of a headache. And, and maybe they would say something strange like, wow, that's really strange because that's why Bob and Lucy left because she had this terrible headache. You see the difference? We pick up on things. So I've heard stories of... Um, there was a woman that was actually going to an event and her knee started hurting and then it was really interesting to her because she hadn't had any prior any problems with her knee but she stayed on board and she's like wow this is really weird and she went to sit down and she sat next to a guy that sprung his knee playing golf somehow i think he twisted wrong or something happened and his knee was sprung and the difference was she was able to walk it off but she understood energy and as she was talking to him because this guy was a stranger they just happened to spark up a conversation but her being a healer thought wow what synchronicity that's crazy and she did her thing she was a reiki person and all that stuff um, i don't know if she has permission and i i don't know the details but anyway both of their ailing um situations went away and I, I found that to be a very interesting story. Now, this would be an empath who's developed and understands their psych, their psychism. So instead of leaving or not knowing what to do, I think spirit or the universe, you know, synchronicity put her right next to the guy, which I think is that's definitely some universal comedy there. 
but to be put in that position and be able to render aid, I, I think that's a wonderful thing. And that's some of the, the differences between the two. When, when I first started looking at intuition as a skill set, because somewhere I knew intuitively it would help me psychically, but I didn't know exactly how. So the one thing that was really beneficial is that when I would get, um, I looked at intuition and I started to, let me see, how can I explain this? It was a feeling I would get, but it wasn't necessarily an emotion, okay? I would get a feeling. And I noticed that the same feeling, the more I focused on it, the more consistent it became. And with that consistency, there were a lot of synchronicities that coincided with that feeling. So therefore, by paying attention to it, it had given me an opportunity to trust in it. I would feel a certain thing, not an emotion, just a feeling. And I started to give language or a vocabulary to these feelings I was having. And that's what I call repertoire. I, I just put them in, in the hopper, so to speak. <laughs> and so I would get a certain feeling like before my mom would call. So I just started to trust in it. And I started to realize that that was a baseline being drawn that I could depend upon. Was it 100%? Nothing is. Very few things are 100%. You know, maybe gravity, taxes, you know, very few things. So I, I didn't really play that game. I, I was just looking at it's consistent enough to pay attention to. So let's keep that one over there. When I was looking at, at the empathic stuff, that was more of an emotion. You, you can feel like if um, even across the country, like my, that's what was, was funny. People are like, can you phone read? I was like, you'd be amazed what you could do. <laughs> if you're not putting, if someone doesn't put you in their bondage, you'd be amazed. And so I would, or I had a family member going through quite a handful of things over a period of time. And I would always get this particular feeling, but it was an, it was an emotion. And I would just make the phone call and I wouldn't say, oh, you were on my mind or, this, you know, I'm worried about it. You know, I, I don't think that's um, a good approach. It would just be a normal conversation and casually, excuse me, I would ask about things and then I would get my confirmation. So now I have two baselines. I'm not even at psychism yet. I don't consider these two things as psychic. Again, there's material out there that says contrary, and I'm cool with that, but not in my classes. I don't consider that psychic. I, I consider that a part of our human condition. I believe everyone to one degree or another has these things. I do not believe, and I don't want to hurt any feelings out there, but I don't believe everyone is psychic. I do believe everyone most definitely has degrees of intuition and, and definitely have uh, degrees of being an empath. I think in my world, psychism is something totally different. Okay, so I talked about intuition and being an empath. When you have, and you can have psychic events, you can have a channeled event, you can have an event that involves mediumship that doesn't necessarily make us channels, mediums, or psychics. There's a really good book out called the, um, it's an old book, it's called The After Death, I mean, Hello from Heaven, by uh, Judy and Jerry uh, Gutenheim, I believe it is. Hello from Heaven's older book. And in that book, they talk about after-death communication. And they've 
did a lot of research and interviewed a whole lot of people. So many people have made contact with their loved ones who have passed away. And that contact is still in standing. That's the way a person and their loved one communicate. I wouldn't necessarily call that mediumship, but that is a form of spiritual communication. And I don't want to split hairs and I don't want to get off on a, a bunny trail either, but I'm just trying to explain the certain differences of things. So you can have these events and not necessarily be identified with as a practitioner of what I just said. Your psychism, it does explain, but it needs to have something foundational. And with intuition and being an empath does to your psychism, number one, it softens it up a little bit and it allows us to be a little more rounded and a little more diverse. Back in the day, we would call psychics blunt instruments because they were, these people were brutal. I mean, it, I don't know if it was deliberate because they were bitter. I, I don't know what was going on with that particular genre. <laughs> they were, man, they were rough. A handful of them were rough and noted. And, you know, and some of that was reason why a lot of people feared psychics also, because they were delivering some hard messages, which brings me to my secondary point of topic. In your psychism, as it's happening, I can be in a psychic read and say a person comes and they're looking for information for a job. They're wondering, they applied for a job and they're wondering if they're going to um, be employed at this place. And so say we're looking at cards. Let me see how can I explain this. So we're looking at cards and information, you know, I, I have pentacles and I have, uh, you know, some wands and pentacles. I have some really, you know, a nice array of cards that are lending the idea that it is, it's probable this is going to happen. But let me see, how can I explain this maybe better? In that, I may get some more information. I may get a lot more information uh, beyond her job. I may get some information about a relationship or information about whatever the case may be, other than what the client comes for, okay? Or other than what's being tabled right now. And now I have all of this information. I'm only addressing one thing. So I, me, without spirit, without intuition, so me, I, I look at it, I look at the cards and I feel something as far as relationship is concerned. And my intuition says, no, don't, uh -uh, don't touch that. <laughs> right? And a lot of you are probably saying, why, why not? That's important. They'd have to know, especially in reference to getting a job. And I would have to agree. But this would be your opinion and my opinion, not necessarily the opinion of spirit. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm on board with you. I, I think it's a wonderful connection. Hell, I want to know what's going on, right? But your intuition may say no, because you may not be that person to talk to this person about their relationship. If you're connected with spirit, you just may hear that clearly. That as a matter of fact, when she leaves here, Two days from now, she's going to get another read. She's going to, <laughs> right? Who wants to hear that? <laughs> so Spirit is like, matter of fact, two days from now, she's going to get another read. And that reader, it's going to be the same thing about a job. She's going to get a second opinion. And that's fine. But in that second opinion, 
that reader is going to address her situation with her relationship. See how that works. That's why these things are important to look at and understand when they're categorized and somewhat understood. Then it, it makes for, um, when we talk about the collective, we can see how we fit into the collective. You see how that works? On the side of an empath, it may be a situation like, this actually, this happened as well, now that I'm thinking about it. Um, I was reading a woman and we're, we're, we're talking about something else. And um, psychically, I got a hit on her having a horse. She had two horses, that's what it was. So you had two horses. And she says, yeah, yeah, I do. And this woman loves her horses and we got off on that conversation just talking. Now here's the empathic part of psychism. So she's telling me, me about her horses. I, now I feel an emotion, not necessarily coming from her, though conveyed, but it's almost like I feel the horse's energy through her motion, it, it, through her energy, if that makes sense. Feel the horse's energy through her energy. The empath, the empathic side, I said, you know what? There's a um, there's a particular place you ride. I said, which one is the brown horse? Or I think they're called chestnut or something like that. And she gives me its name. And I said, you know, there's something very particular about him because there's a field that you ride in next to, uh, like out here we call it a wash. And she's like, yeah, we do. And there, I forget what it was I was growing. Um, oh man, it was something out there that he really enjoyed. And um, this guy really liked, uh, I think it was apples and carrots or something like that. So that was a feeling. That was a feeling of love and joy. That just wasn't having a head saying it for the sake of saying that was almost that it wasn't almost but that was giving voice to some to someone or an animal that didn't have voice but he had a tremendous feeling about certain things like he liked his nose rubbed and he liked certain one blanket they said i think there's some green blanket or something in that he doesn't like and she's like oh that is so funny we talk about that all the time that that's more of like the empathic thing when you're talking about the emotional aspect of it. Your intuition and your reads have a tendency, at least with me, I, I call it a stop and go. You know, there's certain things, as I said, because you get a lot of information doesn't necessarily mean you have to address all the information. Now, here's something in closing. Because we get excited and we want to be accurate, makes sense, because accurate keeps us in the game. But those things aren't the most important thing. Being being developed is. And we may want to keep in mind that being conscientious about how we develop allows or it gives space for a gentle energy. And just because you use the word gentle doesn't mean it's weak. But it allows place for more of this energy to occupy. And you'll notice that the more the spiritual energy occupies, right, because it, it grows, the less certain negative energies you'll encounter. So this doesn't necessarily have Though I explain two things, and it seems like I'm saying, well, this is also my accuracy. I'm not. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about how the energy functions, and most importantly, how it helps the client. 
or the person in front of us that we're reading. I, I think that's most important. And um, the other thing with empath, I'll, I'll, I will close with this, but I think it's important because I'm, I think I'm in the minority with this. I'm not in the majority with my next thought. And with an empath, because they're sensitives, they're, you know, I think they're a different type of sensitive than an intuitive. And I, I think it's a little rougher as an empath because you're feeling everyone's energy. So on the same note, here's a thought. Also keep in mind, as an empath, the spirit is not going to give you something that's going to be a detriment to you. It's not going to victimize you. Man will. <laughs> the world will. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. The spirit won't. <laughs> Or, you, or someone who doesn't know tries to convince you the spirit is trying to do something. Well, you know, you'd have to be dealing with a very particular weird spirit to get jacked up. I'm talking about something very particular. Here's the, here, here's the thing. Because we're sensitive, let me put myself in the arena because I'm one too. So just to, to talk what I'm speaking about, I'm talking about myself as well. We... Unfortunately, man, we we don't live in a sterile environment, dude. We, we just don't. So you're going to encounter negativity. You know, I, I hear a lot of talk and people say, you know, I can't go into um, the secondhand store because of all the old energy that's there and it just uh, weighs me down. I have to go. <laughs> it's like, damn, I, I said blunt instruments. Now I'm about to say something blunt. <laughs> You can overcome that. The issue is no one's ever told you. You can overcome that. You, you can push that energy back to, you know, if it's some grandmother's ring over here or it's some weird looking rocking chair, you know, they see some scary stuff or some cradle over there in the corner. <laughs> you can push back on that because you have the higher frequency. You know, I don't know why we submit so quickly to um, negativity. You have the higher energy. It's like the deal, the old adage with the uh, tuning fork. If there were dormant tuning forks and you struck one, I've never done this, but this is what I, I've heard. And if you <laughs> if you come in the room and you hit a tuning fork and the other ones were dormant, they all would uh, vibrate at the same vibration. I, I think when we enter these situations with a preconceived idea, that these things are going to happen to us and we become a little more susceptible to them. I'm not saying it will never happen. Like, you know, it can be an item. Absolutely. Ask any um, clairsentient. Absolutely. Some things will throw you for a loop. But that's the nature of this uh, modality that we're that we deal with, all of them, as a matter of fact. But you, you weren't given this wonderful gift to be victimized is what I'm saying. And you have every right to secondhand shop as all of us do or garage sale or whatever without being in fear or having your whole physical body thrown off so there there are ways to develop that which can negate that energy there's ways if you're an empath when you come into a room and you're overwhelmed with anxiety from a spiritual viewpoint and with a lot of energy there are there are ways to to overcome that as well my advice would simply be this there's a, a lot of books out there on how to overcome the things i just spoken about but let me ask you this as well 
how would you overcome like all the material that you've read because most people that are having these experiences or listen to information like this you kind of have an idea of what to do it's just having the confidence to incorporate it so this is when we start to find ourselves use your intuition as you're navigating self-care as far as being an empath is concerned and I, and I really believe that uh, spirit will serve you well and especially if you unfortunately have had those energies affect you for a long time I would start to trust in the intuition and how it's directing and guiding you and allow that to strengthen and it, it should balance things out now I'm speaking from experience because that's what I had to do so I, I hope that um, made sense and I hope that works for you but my heart goes out to empaths, man, because they, they are so sensitive. I think, unfortunately, and I, I mean this in the most kind way, and I, I, you know, there's so many things misunderstood about them. So even what I'm talking about, I can hear the anxiety through the microphone. <laughs> They're like, dude, I'm not going to even subject myself to that. And that's cool because this wasn't a task. <laughs> you know, I'm not giving directives, but I'm saying if you're in that position of curiosity and you're wondering how, what is my workaround? How can I work around this or how or better? How can I use this to my benefit rather than be unfortunately, um, uh, I don't want to use the word victimized, but, you know, adversely affected. So I think that would be a good question to ask. And then, again, I'll reiterate, to use your intuition to navigate that. And I think that that will change your frequency and your energy, and you'll start to feel different. And you'll even start to interpret crowds and things like that a little differently. Um, and I know it's the white light and grounding. Definitely, uh, definitely stay with that. But it's like packing or it's like a repertoire you want as much in your toolbox as you can get and again i think that'll serve you well i appreciate you guys for listening in thank you so very much we're gonna get out of here again michelle z at the psychic shack podcast we publish every first and third monday every first third monday new episodes of the psychic shack podcast you guys be well i love you and i will speak with you soon bye bye